I love him. I love him because he fell. time now. I love him. Oh, do you really love him this evening? I love him because he first loves me and purchase my I love him because he first loves me. And he did purchase my redemption on Calvary. How many enjoyed that service this morning? Praise God. It's almost I've never seen a people worship like you people worship hallelujah I, I, I know this is a taste of glory oh I tell you it's sweet hallelujah Amen. praise God and you know the most important thing is to see a soul receive Jesus Christ as their personal savior. And my, my heart is truly encouraged to see grown men coming to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, I listen to music on the outside and I say you have adopted the worst music from Jamaica because once I hear it I know where it comes from we have exported the worst but by God's grace the bride of Christ is in Jamaica amen 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 Hallelujah. and I know after this meetings this is just the last day it's like we just started and we we're coming to the end I'm certainly going to miss you. 
and miss the fellowship of the brethren. But if I've never got a chance to come again, then I'll see you in the rapture. Amen. I'd like us to turn our Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 1. And we're going to continue where we left off. We said the Holy Ghost was the spirit of power. And revelation. And this evening we're going to speak. Hallelujah. On the spirit that manifests the word of God. Amen. Amen. So as we find it in our scriptures, may we just bow our heads everywhere. Almighty God and our Father, Lord, we thank you for this great day that you have given to us. And we thank you for the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord God, for those souls that have been surrendered to you. Lord God, we pray. That one more time, Lord. May you speak through lumps of clay. For the deliverance of your people. May you have your way this evening. And I just behind the old rugged cross. And may the blood of Jesus Christ be on display. Lord, may we have a rebaptism of the Holy Ghost. Lord God, may you rise us, O God, into the summits of the Holy Spirit. May we come to our Mount Transfiguration. And Lord God, may you give us that security. May you give us that ownership. And the completion of the work of redemption in our bodies. Heal the sick among us, God. Lord God, I pray that when the people leave here tonight, Lord God, may they be refreshed by the Holy Spirit and revive to go the journey until the time of our redemption. Bless us now and we thank you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13. In whom he also trusted after that he heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that he believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Which is the earnest of our inheritance 
until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Amen. You may be seated. Now in Ephesians 4 and verse 30, the Bible says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed until the day of your redemption. And so the Holy Ghost is a seal. The Holy Ghost is security. The Holy Ghost shows ownership. And so God doesn't seal you until he has accepted your faith and the Holy Ghost baptism it's like a marriage you don't baptize today with the Holy Ghost and then tomorrow you're back to the world but it's a covenant between you and God that God only made that covenant when your heart is truly ready so you've got you as a person you've got to make a decision that I'm true with the things of the world I've given up on the things of the world and I'm going to be sold out to God the Bible says they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When you are truly baptized with the Holy Ghost, you now have eternal security within your soul. And you are being accepted in the beloved and have been bought with a price by God through Jesus Christ. Therefore you can say I am not my own. I've been bought with a price. And that price is the blood of Jesus Christ. When you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, you truly accepted Calvary and the purpose Christ came. And somebody can say, Christ died for the world. But you've got to say, Christ died for me. I am the reason he came. I am the reason he died. And so that purpose is for me. Hallelujah. Now seal. What is a seal? A seal is a sign of a finished work. And so if God seal you, it's not like when man seal you. I can put a seal on something and it's got an arrow on it. 
But Almighty God. If he should come down and put a seal on your life, there's no devil. There is no man that can remove that seal. So the Bible said, you are sealed until the day of your redemption. God didn't save you to lose you. You would be defeating his purpose. And so God, who knows the end as it is the beginning, he look at the end of the display of your righteousness. God seal you because God has accepted that you belong to him. You don't belong to the earth. Like it said, we come from God. And we're going back to God. God is saying, this is a part of my attribute that step down into time to be tested. To be tested. But I've accepted that attribute that belongs to me. And therefore when we say I am not my own. I belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. I come here to Uganda. And I come not because of me. But I come by the grace of God. And when I get here. I've got to realize. That I'm not here because I'm better than you are. But I'm here. Because God's sovereign grace. Saw that there's something in me that he wants to share with you. And therefore, I've got to recognize my position that you are the spotless bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not my pride. You are the bride of Christ. And I've got to treat you with respect. I've got to speak to you with respect. Because the Spirit of God had searched all the earth. And God selected you in this hour to reflect himself. You are a part of God in this hour. And God think good thoughts about you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we are in the promised land. And what is a promised land to the New Testament believer? It's the promise of the Holy Ghost. God. God. Promise you that He's going to put you into a land for your protection. And He could have put you in the apostles. 
He could put you in the prophets. But he put you in himself. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said. Bible for it shall come to pass in the last day that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and upon my hands made and my maid servant will I pour out of my spirit and they shall prophesy and show wonders in the heavens above and in the earth pillars of fire and smoke and vapor the word is talking about you in the last days there's going to be two class of people on the face of the earth those that have the seal of God and those who have the mark of the beast. And so we are here today. We're not here to play games because this is the last day. It might be later than you think. And we need to be sure in this hour exactly where we're standing. We're not here to exercise liberty. But we are here by the grace of God. And we can't just come here and go and be like the world. Because God called you for a purpose. You are here for a purpose. You are not here by chance. Many of you have got brothers and sisters who don't believe the message. And you are not better than they are. God chose you. God chose you by his sovereign grace. Hallelujah. Amen. And reveal himself to you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not because of your goodness. It's not because of your education. It's not because of your possession. But it's by the grace of God. Why God chose me? I, I don't know. I, I remember when I was a child. We had a dog one time. And the dog becomes a nuisance to my mama. And she said to us four boys. She said get rid of that dog. And I remember we formulated a plan. We said, we're going to drown this stupid dog. So I, I got a big bag. And I put the dog's food at the end in the bag. And I said, if this dog is stupid enough to go into this bag, I'm going to close the mouth. And we're going to drown this stupid dog. 
and we carry on the plan just exactly as we said and the foolish dog went right into the bag so we closed the mouth and we four boys we walked to the river and now it was time to do the great work the wicked work of drowning the dog and none of my three brothers none of them had the heart to drown the dog but I had the courage hello we could never tell our mama what we did until the day she died every now and then she asked what did you do with the dog I couldn't tell her but I've always thought I am the worst of the four I am the worst of the four. But you know something? They've all heard the message. And none of them accepted it. But I accept the message. And I said, God, oh, could you choose a wretched sinner like I am? But I start to realize it's not because of me. Because if it was because of me, then they would have been in. And I would have been out. And I don't know how God does it. But he chose a wretched sinner like me. And he gave me his grace. That is why I've got something to shout about. I've got something to praise him about. Because he didn't do it. Because of who I was. But he did it. Because of who he is. Thank God the scripture said he becomes sin for me who knew no sin that I might become the righteousness of God in him. No, the devil is trying to tell you that you're not worthy enough. You're not good enough. But none of us here this evening was ever good enough for the grace of God. I wasn't good enough. The pastors weren't good enough. Let nobody tell you that it's because of their goodness if it was because of our goodness then we could never measure to the righteousness of God but God by sovereign grace even before I was born for the Bible said whom he had foreknown 
whom he had foreknown them he also called and whom he called them he justified and whom he justified them he also glorified what shall we say to these things if God be for us if God be for us who can be against us hallelujah Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad for that? It's sweet. It's sweet. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So now I can say two class of people in the earth them with the seal of God and them with the mark of the beast. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. So they said the, the seal of God is a baptism of the Holy Ghost. The seal of God is a baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's your assurance. Hello. Until you are truly baptized with the Holy Ghost, there is no assurance of eternal life. You might shout, you might dance in the spirit, but what God wants of you is to empty yourself that you can be filled with God. Somebody said to me, I need the Holy Ghost. And I said to them, if you ask of God, he will give you the Holy Ghost. But you've got a heart when you're ready for that Holy Ghost because God will fill a sanctified life so I said is your life sanctified are you willing right now to rid yourself of everything of this world and to dedicate your life to Jesus Christ and there was silence there was no answer oh child of God if you want to be baptized with the Holy Ghost you're going to come to that place in your life where you say Lord it is me and you I don't know how tomorrow is going to be but today I dedicate my life to the service of Almighty God I don't know where my resource is going to come from. I don't know how I'm going to live. But when you put your life into the hands of God, God's got a responsibility to protect you. He said the cattle upon a thousand hills. They are mine. 
You don't worry about tomorrow. You don't worry about where your resource coming from. The Bible said, while it is called today, while it is called today, while it is called today, if you hear his voice, Harden not your heart. Hallelujah. I remember when I was young. And I was on my first job. And you know, I take a break. And a reverend came and he sit right beside me. And he began to witness to me about the Lord Jesus. And that it's time for me to serve the Lord. And, and I remember. You know sometimes when you're young. You feel like you know everything. You feel like you can solve everything. And I begin to count on my finger. The problems I've got in life. Why I can't serve God now. And I don't know what number I reach. I don't remember what number I'd reach. But he got up and walked away from me. He must have thought. This is a hopeless case. And so I can tell you, when I was 18 years old, I was a hopeless case. But before the end of the year, I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And from that time, I am trying to remember what it was that I said to him. I can't remember what it was. You know why? You know why? When I put my hands in the hands of Jesus Christ, He take my Lord. He take the body of debt that I was carrying. He rid me of the cares of this world. And He set me free. And I tell you today, that's what the Holy Ghost will do. He will set you free. And the Bible said, and whom the Son set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is leading me in a certain direction. As a young man. And a young Christian. Believing the message of the hour. I went to college. And that was some hard years of my life. But I held on. 
And we might think today that if the young people go to school they're going to walk away from God. Not necessarily. God is able to keep you in any situation. David it was that says for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me he shall set me up upon a rock and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me I'm going to tell you young people in order to move forward sometimes you're going to educate yourself but there's no education of this world that can replace Jesus Jesus Christ in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Lead your Hallelujah. When God lead you to the Holy Ghost, He's going to keep you in every situation. And as a young Christian, you have to make sure in your life that you are not a follower, but you are a leader. Don't lead where others go, but go where the Holy Ghost lead you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, there's a lot of countries where you don't need education to make a living. But we Africans, and I say we Africans, because I'm an African. We've got to go beyond to be able to stand in this world. But God is still God. I remember a saying they say in the USA. They said a, a, a white man with eight years in prison with eight is equivalent to a black person with a master's degree. That's the level of opportunity that will stand there for you. But oh God is not dead. Oh God is alive. And don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about this world. When you dedicate your life to God. God is going to give you all the tools. And all the material. That you need in this life. To move forward. Many young men today. They can't get married. Because they have no resource. They have no education. But don't cry the tears of this world. Put your hands in the hands of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He knows everything that you've got need of. 
and oh God is a mighty provider. He's a mighty provider. He's a trust me. Trust me. And see if I will not open the windows of heaven. Whatever you've got need of in this life. It might be your healing. It might be education. It might be a source for your living. Bring it all to God. Because God knows you. And you are here for a purpose. And that purpose of God for your life. It cannot be defeated. Strong in the liberty whereby Christ has set you free and be no longer entangled in the yoke of bondage. Amen. Sometimes we have the misconception that education is against the word of God. But I'm educated. I've got a master's degree. Nina master's degree. And so I've been through university many times. But it's not ended my fate. But I can tell others. There were times when I had to stay in the chapel and pray because of the troubles of this life. But God is faithful. And so your children your children don't be afraid to educate them what you ought to do is to lead them to the Holy Ghost oh people of God people of God many a times we think that because our children are in our house they are saved and sanctified no 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Like the Apostle Paul said, You have travailed in pain until Christ may form within you. So young people must not just be in the church. But they must have a strong profession of faith. They cannot lean on your religion. They must know Jesus Christ for themselves. Because if you don't know Jesus Christ for yourself, the things of this world is going to lead you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. But we've got a promise in the word. We've got a promise in the word. We've got a promise in the word. Paul said to the jailer. Believe in the Lord Jesus. And you and your household. Shall be saved. Hallelujah. 
And when you start to see your children drifting from the word of God, you see sometimes we are too distant. But the young people today, they've got demons to fight that we never had to fight when we were young. I'd walk past on the street. I walk past on the street. And I hear the music being played. And I don't even hear what they're saying. But if you ask the young people, they hear every word. And they've got those demons to battle. So as you nurture your children you've got to step down to where they are and don't just be parents but to be friends hallelujah glory to God and brethren it used to be that if a young person make a mistake we put them out of the church we kick them out of the church. And we push them in the mouth of lions. But that's the time that we need to take them in our loving hearts and nurture them back to health. As long as young persons are in church, they're going to be sin entering when you have young people in church. It's a gateway for sin to enter into the body of Christ. But God never called us to a picnic. God called us to a battle. Hallelujah. Amen. You gotta get down at New City and pray their breakthrough. Let them hear you calling their names and interceding on their behalf. And let them know that no matter what you do, I'm going to love you anyhow because God gave you to me for a purpose. The Bible said Job's children were not Christians. They weren't believers. But whatever they did, Job fasted and prayed. He fasted and prayed for his children. And so when they were taken from him, when God restored him of everything, of his cattle, of his land, God gave him back his children. On the other side, Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Amen. Amen. I've got two unmarried daughters. And they've both been through university. And it takes the grace of God. To keep up with them every day. But listen, even now they are grown women. But they are 
are still single in this world. I talk with them every day. I talk to them today. Because they are my offspring. And God gave them to me. And I realize when God begins to give you children, sometimes you are happy that you are seeing your offspring. But you don't realize you are entering into a battle. The battle to keep them sanctified by the word of God. Hallelujah. But if you fight, God will win that battle for you. I said if you fight, God will win that battle for you. Because as our young people grow up, and their bodies begin to change. They start to have feelings. That you also had when you were their age. If we start to be as though. Oh we were always holy. And I never had no desire as a young person. Because I was filled with the Holy Ghost. You are a liar. You are a liar. Glory. But we allow the devil. To make some things taboo in our lives. So we can't openly speak to our children. And break down that middle wall of partition. But what a young man needs. Is a father to put his hand on his shoulder. And said son. The road is going to be rough. But I'm going to fight with you. And I want you to know. That if you try and fail. You've got a father that loves you. That you can come back to me. Hey listen people of God. The prodigal son. He realized. The nature of his father. That though he took everything that was his And he went out into the world And he squandered everything that he had Because he knew The nature of his father Listen When there is love There is grace so when the unwriting was on the wall He said I will arise And go back to my father And I'm going to say to him Father of sin Against heaven And against you I'm not worthy to be a son But make me a hired servant Now the nature of that father Is that your nature? Then I want to ask you What is the nature of your God? Have you ever failed? Have you ever found yourself in a place Where it seemed like you have failed? The God who we serve 
serve is a God of love is a God of mercy is a God of grace and if it had not been for the grace and the mercy of God none of us would be standing today but the prophet said when God made an holy law and that law was broken God had to be a God of justice and judgment he should have killed Adam he should have killed him but love constrained him and when love constrained him grace take over hallelujah Oh, the grace that wrought salvation plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. I want to talk about a grace today that says we are not perfect. As long as you are in this flesh, the devil is going to find some way to hit at you. But I've got a God. I've got an high priest that can be touched by the feelings of our infirmity. Because Well, we might just have a youth service then. I, I remember my youngest child. She, she always wanted to be a doctor. And, and so she entered university doing biochemistry. But that first year of biochemistry, she failed miserably. And so she was crying. And her mom called me and said, Call your child. And I called her. And I said, Honey, you're young. And listen, you'll fail today. You're not going to fail all the days of your life. I said, listen, I've spent some money. And I've lost all of that. But you go decide exactly what you want to do. And I'm going to promise you that wherever you go, I'm going to support you. So the next year, she did psychology. And now she found something that fits her nature. And she really loved. And so she was successful. And so she learned from that. But we ought to come to that place. Not consider the material above our children because the God we serve anything that we have heard before we might be able to hear it again but never lose your offspring for God gave them to you for a purpose and I believe 
believe we are to fight for our families. We are to fight for our children. I believe we have to take our young people in our arms and really nurture them as a church. Because the world outside is cold. And so when you've got a young sister that is not used to the touch of a father and somebody to tell her that honey I love you sometimes it becomes taboo for tell our children hey I love you not because you put food on the table and you provide for them. That doesn't mean love. And where love is really proven, where did you really prove the love of God? It's when you were sick. It's when you made a mistake. It's when all was against you. David said, When my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's not my message. The Holy Spirit just led me to go there. But I'm a family counselor. So the Holy Spirit is your promise. And so there's promises in the Holy Ghost. And I believe in the promise of the Holy Ghost. God's going to save you with your offspring. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what it means to a child? who have gone astray and you meet them tomorrow are you not reminding them of what they did or you just call them to tell them I just want to remind you that I love you I remember a mother bring her daughter to me one time and she was baptized in the church but she started to drift away with friends you know how it is with teenagers and so her mother bring her to me to speak with her and, and I, I simply said to her no, I, I knew you from you were a little baby and I love you back then and when you accepted the Lord Jesus it was great joy to baptize you and now you're walking away from the Lord but I want to remind you of this one thing as wherever you go in this world I want you to remember this one thing the love that I have for you when you started out I love you today. And if you do good, I love you. And if you do bad, I'm going to love you. Because circumstances don't change that love. You, you know what? She's migrated, she's married. 
She's migrated to another country and she's married. Aha. Yasenga naba mugwanga naagena mugwange dala era yafumbirwa. And her mother went to see her. Era mama we yagenda yokumulaba. And her mother was telling me. Era mama we yali ngamba. She said she reminded her what I said. That if you do good, I love you. If you do bad, I'm going to love you. But there's nothing that you can do to change that love. And she said, that's what kept me. Hallelujah. How much God loves us today. Hallelujah. Shake somebody and said, God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you love him? Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. There's, there's only going to be two classes of people in, in the last day. And both of them is going to wear a mark. The mark of God is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He said without a shadow of a doubt. I preached that not long ago. That the seal of God is a baptism of the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 4.30 Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed until the day of your redemption. Without the Holy Spirit you are not sealed. But the Holy Spirit is God's seal. Hallelujah. And so if you've got the Holy Ghost, the devil can try all kind of things in your life. You're going to have all kind of trial in your life. But wanting is certain. The Holy Ghost is going to lead your back to the word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. You believe that? The Holy Spirit will lead your back to the word of God. So the Bible said if one is overtaken in a fault, either spiritual let him restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. And that's how we ought to be one with the other. When you recognize the acts of the Holy Ghost in your life, then you extend the grace of God to others. Then the Holy Ghost is bringing the bride of Christ to adoption. Which is the placing of a son. And remember now Galatian that the son though is a son is under tutorship and government. And he's not different from a servant. 
until the time appointed of the Father. And when the, when the Father is satisfied with the action of His Son, then He gives His Son the authority that He has. Now I want you to know this. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, every virtue every statue of perfection is there in your birth. But you've got to grow up. You look at a child. One time you know him as a child. But today he's a lawyer. She's a nurse. But that attribute was already there. And in your spiritual growth, everything that God has for you is there in that birth. Now you might realize that you're anointed by the Holy Ghost. Maybe you're anointed to be an evangelist. Maybe you feel the call of God to be a missionary. But you see, you're anointed. But you're not yet appointed. When David was anointed king, Saul was still king. But God said to Samuel, go down to Jesse's house and anoint his son to be king. But Samuel said, what is Saul here about it? He said, then tell Saul that you're going to Jesus' house to offer sacrifice. And what God had for David, none of his seven brothers couldn't take it. And what God has for you, nobody can stand in your place. And you can't stand in nobody's place. The problem with you and I, sometimes we won't settle enough. We won't be settled enough. To wait at God's appointment for your life. And so people are running ahead of headship. But God placed you on the headship for a purpose. That you might mature under the word of God. And so wait on your ministry. Wait on the anointing that God has given to you. For all that God says yours. It's going to be yours. And you're going to come right there into it. Because the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I sealed up God's plan for your life. And nobody can change that. And let me tell you. The word of God says, I wish that you prosper. 
And being held as your soul prosper. And so God has resource that are just for you. But God's waiting on you to come into position. Sometimes we're not humble enough to take what God have in store for us. But God think good thoughts about you. And God is going to bring you to an expected end. Isaiah said, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. All of your desires is God's desire for your life. But wait upon God. Let the word of God be your leader in everything that you're doing. You don't know how to do it. You don't know how to accomplish it. But God, when he called you, he had it all worked out. Hallelujah. So poverty has nothing to do with God. Kakati. Poverty has nothing to do with God. Because God has all the resources. And all we've got to do is to learn to trust Him. Trust Him. Trust Him for your life. And all the resources of heaven. It is yours. It is yours to use. It is yours to have. It is yours to have liberty in God. So once you've got the Holy Ghost, nobody's going to worry about you. Because God will take care of you. Hallelujah. Amen. When He teaches the disciples to pray, he said, when you pray, say, Oh, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done unhurt. Unhurt as it is in heaven. And give us this day, this day, and our daily prayer. Hallelujah. God gave you that promise. Sometimes we've got more than we need for today. But God promised us today tomorrow will take care of itself. But when our life is in God, we know that daily, as a song says, as a song said, morning by morning, New mercies I see. But all that I have need of. All that I have need of. All that I have need of. My hands, Lord, has provided it. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't have to put our hands in things. That is not worthy. Hallelujah. Amen. 
day. Because the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shield. Upon your right hand. God is bringing us to a place. Where we can have confidence in his word. Because God has invested his word. And he has invested it in you. You are the display of the righteousness of God upon the face of the earth. By you, God's going to prove to Satan that this heath, this heath will not fall. Hallelujah. Amen. By I breathing the word of God. Or mixing the word of God. But the word of God is going to be pure. Unadulterated. In the heart of the bride. You're going to prove to the world. That God can keep his people. That God cares for his own. And whatever God said. It cannot return to avoid. It's got to accomplish what God please. Hallelujah. Amen. But the word of God in you the believer has got to be unlocked. That's why God used the preaching of the word. The preaching of the word is to wash the believer. So wash you. It's to place you in the Old Testament. God said, I brought you into the wilderness for three purposes. One, to humble you. Two, to prove you. And three, to know what's in your heart. And sometimes God brings you a place because God wants to humble you. And God wants to prove you. And God wants to see what's in your heart. The God who we serve. Sometimes He brings us through the roads of disappointment. But He knows what's best for us. Hallelujah. Amen. So the disappointment of today. Don't worry about it. But God knows what is best for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. That's his way to prove to you how much he loves you. Hallelujah. Amen. The God of the mountain is still God in the valley. And the God of the night is still God of the day. Why worry about tomorrow? Why worry when your steps are firm? Believe. Believe. You're going to make the rapture. You're going to make the rapture. Amina. God never brought you this far. He never brought you this far to leave you. <laughs> 
Mina. He never brought her this far so, to, to leave, leave you. you. The God who we serve is a God that brings you into a race. But he tells you before you start to run. He tells you before you start to run that you are already a winner. You're already an overcomer. You're already an overcomer. So when you rise from your pillow and things are not the way you want them to be, don't worry about it. There's going to be some days when you're really not happy but you've got the joy of the Lord. I said there's going to be days when things are happening in your life and you're not happy about it but God give you a joy that this world can't take from you. He said weeping not endure for an hour but joy comes in the morning your joy coming in the morning so I tell your bride of Jesus Christ I tell your bride of Jesus Christ cheer up cheer up my brother cheer up my sister hallelujah all that you've got need of the hands of God God is going to provide it. The mountains before you are going to come down. Sure you're going to have Jericho. You're going to have some Jericho. But God has a method. God has a way. When you come to your Jericho listen for the voice of God. Listen for the leadership of God. But God tell them when you come to Jericho seven times without a shout. Seven times without a shout. But when you come the seventh time when you come the seventh time it is time for your victory. And when it's time for your victory don't keep quiet. Shout! 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 For your finances! Shout! For your joy! Shout! You want a husband? Shout! You want a wife? Shout! Hallelujah! You want your children? Shout! Hallelujah! You want promotion? Shout! 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 Amina. For your victory. Your victory. Your victory. Your victory is sure. Your victory is sure. God is still God. Amina. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And God has searched all the earth. He 
search all the earth to find a bride. He sent Eliezer to find a bride for Jesus Christ. And there were some that were better than you. There was some guy that was better looking than you. There were some souls that were taller than you. What brought a shoulder than you? God chose you. God chose you. Hallelujah. Amen. Why worry about tomorrow? Why worry? When your steps are firm, believe. 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 That all that God have in store for me. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going so when you pray, believe that you have what you ask for and you shall have it. You shall have what you want in Jesus' name. You shall have what you want in Jesus' name. Your desire for your family. Talk about it. Talk about it. And watch God bring it to pass. Lord, give me my children. Lord, bring my husband to the message of the hour. Lord, bring back my children into the fall of the world. And all that you say shall come to pass. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 We got the power in the name of Jesus. We've got the power in the name of the Lord. Though Satan rages, we will never be defeated. But we got the power in the name of the Lord. Amen. Listen. Before God saved Daniel from the lion, he saved him in the lion's den. Before God saved him out of it, he saved him in it. And the trial that you're going through, God got to use those same trials God's going to use those same trials to perfect you one day you're going to stand back and look at the display of the places that God brought you and say thank you Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. For your blessing on me. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Weba de mukama. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Shout, shout the shout of victory. God has given you the city. Shout the walls of Jericho. Shout. 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 Amen. Praise God. Mukama Evasue. Give me your hand. Let's agree together that all our enemies shall crumble at our feet. For whatever we bind on us shall be bound in heaven and the name of Jesus Satan has to flee we've got the power in the name of Jesus we've got the power in the name of the Lord
Amina. Bless me, the name of the Lord.